What's going on, Chico Sports Fantasy Football fans? You got Kevin Stevie P today. Kevin's having some minor technical difficulties, so while he gets that settled, I am going to introduce the podcast. So, if you guys wouldn't mind checking us out at www.cheatcodesports.com, we have a ridiculous amount of information on there. Go on there. It's, you know, it's our baby. So if you guys want to go check it out, it's got DFS info on there. It's got defensive matchups, waiver wires, you know, buy low, sell high, all kinds of stuff on the website that you can go check out. And uh, it's very informative. It'll help you out win your championships. And while you're not listening to us here, you can go check out the podcast and or the website and really like it. We also have a YouTube channel, Cheat Code Sports Fantasy Football YouTube channel. Uh, you'll see our logo right on there, and you can check us out, and we basically do some player breakdowns. Actually, this week we'll start doing top 10 at each position. So start sits, top 10s, you know, there'll be a, couple, a bunch of stuff coming up on that on that YouTube channel. It's going to be pretty cool. We're excited to get that thing going, and uh, yeah, it's going to be a whole lot of fun. So on today's podcast, we're going to be talking about the Thursday night game, obviously, let you guys know what we think about this Thursday night game. Then after we're done breaking down the Thursday night game, we will get into a whole bunch of your start sit questions, trade questions, buy low, sell high questions, you know, all kinds of questions that you guys have given us and put on the website or messaged us on uh, different platforms, you know, Facebook, YouTube, and, uh, yeah, we're going to get to all those fantasy foot, fantasy life app. You know, a lot of people ask us questions on fantasy life app. So we're going to get to all those questions and uh, we hope you guys enjoy the podcast. So let's get right to it. So let's get into the news real quick before we break down this Thursday night game. We'll talk about some of the news that is happening around the NFL. So the Titans place Corey Davis on the reserve COVID-19 list. Corey Davis has gotten COVID-19. So, you know, that is going to be a recurring theme with a lot of people, you know, happening in the, over the next couple of weeks, guys. We really got to pay attention to this because this really affects our fantasy teams. Julio Jones was held out of Wednesday's practice due to his hamstring injury. His safety, Jalen Hawkins, uh, only two held out. Falcons appear to be trending upwards from a health perspective. So, you know, after all the injuries last week, hopefully some of these guys get, get healthy because that was bad. Jimmy G uh, will practice on a limited basis, and that is coming from Rick Nick Wagner. So Kev is on the podcast. He got all his technical difficulties fixed up. So what's going on, Kev? What's going on, Steve? Uh, what's going on, everyone? Yeah, computer was acting up, so I just had to reset it. Steve got you guys started, so go ahead, Steve. On, uh, keep on going with the news, and then we'll uh, pick it up with the Thursday night game. Mm, yes, sir. All right, so we have the Washington football team. Terry McLaurin mispracticed with a thigh injury. Was listed was listed with the same issue last week. Optimism, he'll be able to play this week. And as we all know, they have a change at quarterback this week. So Kyle Allen will be the starting quarterback for the Washington football team. Devontae Parker and Byron Jones uh, and Solomon Kinley were limited in Miami's uh, Dolphins practice on Wednesday. The Jaguars have placed DJ Henderson, uh, Hayden on IR with a hamstring injury he suffered last Sunday. So the Jaguars just keep getting worse and worse. The Bucks officially rule out Chris Godwin, LaShawn McCoy, and Justin Watson chest for Thursday night against the Bears. 
Uh, Mike Evans with an ankle and Scotty Miller with a hip and groin are listed as questionable. Leonard Fournette ankle is doubtful. Henry Ruggs III is back at practice. Uh, Trent Brown is also back at Raiders practice this, you know, today. Uh, Deion Bush hamstring ruled out for the Bucks game. Uh, Sherrick McManus hamstring is also doubtful. And Darnell Mooney shoulder is questionable. Deshaun Jackson, Alshon Jeffrey, and J.J. Arcega-Whiteside are all practicing today. That's awesome. Eagles might actually have some wide receivers they can throw to this weekend. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, right. K.J. Hamler uh, won't play this week uh, per Vic Fangio. Noah Fant has not been ruled out for this week, but it's probably a long shot for Fangio to play, says Fangio. Uh, Vic Fangio also says, let me see here, it says Vic Fangio... Drew Locke will practice today on a limited basis. So, Drew Locke's getting back out there. This was a big one. Lamar Jackson was not at Wednesday's practice. He spoke to the media earlier today, but was absent during the media viewing in the afternoon. Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson was not at practice today. That's another one. Um, NFL test results for, you know, September 27th to October 23rd. Uh, 37,002 test administered. To a total of 7,981 players and and team personnel, Uh, 14,254 tests to the 2,800 or 480 players, and 22,748 tests were to 5,501 personnel. 11 confirmed positive tests among players, 15 new confirmed amongst other personnel. So out of basically... 37,000 tests, you have 11 players that have been confirmed with it, and 15. So that's actually pretty good. You know what I mean? I know the, the numbers are starting to get scary because, you know, we keep hearing teams getting, you know, things happening, guys popping with, with the coronavirus. But when you listen to the sheer numbers of it, you know, 11 players and 15 personnel, it's really not that bad. So, you know, we're going to have to keep our eye on it and see what's going on and see, you know, if the Tennessee Titans play this week because that would be the first, you know, issue that we're really going to have. And me and Kev will actually talk about a little bit of something that we're actually going to probably do in our league or, you know, we've been talking about doing in our league that maybe you guys want to implement in your league just to keep the fantasy season going. You know what I mean? Because there, there might be a come a time where we are not sure what the hell is going to happen. So, uh, Ridley... Okay, so Ridley was out here in practice and no Julio today. So that was that's coming from the uh, Vaughn McClure from the Atlanta Falcons, beat one of the beat writers. Uh, it says, the Jets don't sound like left tackle Mackay Becton or Denzel Mims or wide receiver Bashar Perriman will play this week. Gaze says, Becton worked out, uh, is working to get strength back in his shoulder. He's day-to-days, and Mims is still not cutting. So... You know, if you're not cutting, you can't really play. So I'm pretty sure those guys are going to be out. Uh, Josh Allen participated in the morning practice today for the Bills. Uh, Sean McDermott says that he's been in good spirits. Looks fine out there. So, you know, no worries about Josh. Wide receiver Cole Beasley is practicing. Wide receiver John Brown is stretching, but not with his uniform or pads on today. So maybe they're giving him a light day. Le'Veon Bell will practice today, still on IR, but could be activated in the weekend, depending on how practice goes this week. The Jets expect to go with Joe Flacco as the starter this week, source say. 
That's very interesting. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know if that's an injury thing because I haven't seen. I know. I know. Uh, yeah, it's his shoulder. Yeah, I know he got knocked out of last week's game. And just continued to worry or you know worry it out. So, you know, I guess we'll see. Joe Flacco is is going to be the starter. So don't start no Jets. Is <laughs> basically the deal. The rest of this stuff is kind of just you know repeating things. The one that I do see here is the Cardinal safety, Buda Baker, Kenyon Drake, uh, Justin Pugh are all practicing today. Uh, Devin Kennard getting work on the side. Did not see wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins, though he had a vet's day on Wednesday. So, you know, that that's basically, you know, all that we have here. Everything else I probably, it looks like I hit on. The last one here, I forgot. Uh, the Patriots plan to fully... Remote today and tomorrow after Stefan Gilmore's positive test, the team is very much proceeding with caution. So, uh, as you guys saw, Stefan Gilmore, uh, you know, popped hot for COVID. And after popping hot, they put a whole bunch of memes out there of him getting in guys' faces and talking to people and giving guys hugs after the game. And one of the very big ones was Patrick Mahomes. He was right in Patrick Mahomes' face. Looked like he was kind of giving him a hug, telling him, you know, good game and, you know, good luck with the season, probably something like that. But he was literally face mask to face mask with Patrick Mahomes. And that is news because if Patrick Mahomes gets COVID, that's going to be a big issue for a lot of fantasy teams. So... Oh what man! You, can you imagine? Oh, Not even man. just the fantasy teams. Like, like that might shut the season down. Yeah, if the sto- like the face of the league gets it, that might be enough to where they say, "Yo, we got to take a break for a couple weeks." Maybe t- you know, t- a couple. I, I I've actually thought about that. Like maybe they should just take a couple weeks off and let everybody get healthy, and then come back. You know, I mean. Yeah restart and, yeah. and that way you don't have to kill fantasy seasons i mean we can yeah. just kind of put fantasy fe- seasons on pause plus it'll get guys healthy i mean yeah. you're gonna a lot of running backs that are gonna miss two or three weeks i mean those guys will be able to come back and you know there's a lot of things they can do for this season so i you know i think all options are open at this point and you know we'll have to just keep our ears to the grindstone to know what's going on yep all right so let's get into this thursday game Yeah, this one's going to be be like a little low scoring between Tampa Bay and Chicago. Um, you know, I think the over under is actually set pretty low for this game as well. Uh, you know, so could be could be one where fantasy options are not exactly, um, you know, not exactly the the best starts here. Um, obviously, for the Bears side, like. I'm probably not starting David Montgomery if I don't have to. No, you know, like no. you know how good this t- Tampa Bay team is against, you know, the run against running backs. Um, so to me, like I'm not, I'm really not interested in starting David Montgomery. If I can go in a different direction, maybe I got, you know, who would you start? Would you start Montgomery or would you start Josh Kelly against the Saints? Kelly. I agree. Would you start Montgomery or would you start Mark Ingram? Ingram. Yeah. See, like that's, and you're talking about a guy getting nine carries. You know yeah. what I mean? So, I know, just, you know, work. after what I've seen this Tampa Bay Buccaneers do to very good running backs, and I don't think David Montgomery's a very good running back. Um, you know, I don't really want to start. 
there's not too many guys that I'm gonna feel real confident starting against this Tampa Bay Bucks, de- you know, defense. It, it'll, it's the guys that we all know are the studs, like the guys you never take out of your lineup. And to me, Montgomery's not on that level. You know what I mean? So unless it's a super stud, you know, Alvin Kamara, you know, those type of guys, you know, Zeke, uh, you know, Dalvin Cook, Aaron Jones, you know, the, the guys that we know, like you can trust every single week that they're going to do something, you know, and even those guys, I wouldn't expect to have a huge game against that Tampa Bay defense. I think they would have okay games. And, but, you know, I'm not, I'm not starting anybody that you consider a, you know, 20 or below i'm not starting them against tampa bay because to me those guys are not going to be ranked there they're going to be ranked much lower i'm gonna i'm probably gonna have david montgomery in my in my late 30s like 35 36 all right um yeah i mean obviously you know Allen robinson is one of those guys that you're going to start every week um but tampa bay has done up until last week uh, Tampa Bay did a really good job. It has done a really good job over the last year and four games of shutting down the team's number one receiver. And even Keenan Allen, I mean, he had what eight catches for, yeah, I think, think it was 69 60, yeah, or something 60 like something, that. 64 or something like that. Yeah. So it was actually a relatively small game for Keenan Allen and he didn't get in the end zone. So, you know, they've done well in the last year and a half of, of shutting down teams, number one wide receivers. Uh, but that being said, like Steve said, you know, like this is one of your studs. Allen Robinson is a stud right now. He, I think he's the number 12 wide receiver in PPR. He's a wide receiver one. Uh, to me, that's the guy you're going to keep in your lineup. You just have to understand that, you know, it may not be his best game. Yep. And then all the other guys, you know what I mean? On I'm we'll not just start anybody else. <laughs> yeah, all the other guys, I mean, Allen Robinson, Anthony Miller, you can't you can't really go there. Um, you know, Nick Foles, I wouldn't trust him, especially after we saw what the Colts did to him last week and this Tampa Bay defense might just be you know, a little bit better than that Colts defense. Maybe not in the secondary. I think the secondary is probably not as good, but you know, that front seven is probably, you know, just as good or better than the Colts Colts front seven. Um, you know, Jimmy Graham, not really interested in that with the speed of these linebackers. Um, you know, it, it, there's not really anybody else on this Chicago Bears team that I have a whole lot of confidence, but especially on a short week, you know, after a really tough, hard fought game against, against the Colts, you know, they're going, they're basically, you know, I believe they're home in this game. That's the only thing that it does give them a little bit of a, yeah, they're home. So, you know, that gives them a little bit of a, you know, a prayer to do something, but I, I, I'm not very confident that this Bears offense is really going to do a whole lot. So, Me neither. You know, on the Tampa Bay side, though, uh, there's a couple guys I, I like. Real quick, uh, from the Bears side, in this, I just want to keep an eye on Dar- uh, Darnell Mooney. Uh, that dude got a lot of targets last week uh, from Nick Foles in his first game. And if he's going to keep seeing those targets because he basically – they basically put Anthony Miller on the back burner for this guy. So keep your eye on uh, Darnell Mooney and see if he gets, you know, eight, seven, eight targets the same way he did last week. Yep. So on the Tampa Bay side of the ball, you know, I actually, with the way Ronald Jones was used last week, I'm kind of hoping they continue to use him that way just to see what goes on there. But if he gets another 20 carry game, you know, I like I like using him as a flex. Um, you know, Mike Evans, you can't sit because the dude's just too damn good. Uh, even at a bad game two weeks ago, he had, you know, whatever, two, two catches, two yards and two touchdowns. So any given week, this guy is going to score. Um, Scotty Miller, 
you know, I know Scotty Miller had a pretty nice game last week. You know, he goes double-digit fantasy points for you. But, you know, against this Bears defense that, you know, pretty much shut down the Colts, I, I'm not really super excited to start Scotty Miller. If, if you have to start Scotty Miller this week, uh, I'm going to say you're probably in trouble. Yeah. Um, you know, Tom Brady, I told you not to start him last week. I actually, the other day we and Kev were talking about it, and uh, I had him actually at 19. So Kev had him even higher than I did. I think Kev had him at like 17 or 16. Uh, so he had him even higher than I did, and he ends up throwing five touchdowns last week. So, you know, to me, Tom Brady is a guy that at this point, you know, if he's going to throw five touchdowns, in any given week i mean you can't you can't really sit tom brady at this point uh he's a top 12 player and you know i know the bears are a good defense but brady will find a way at this point is what i believe uh rob gronkowski you can't start him no more oj howard um so honestly you know i would start both of these defenses because tom brady has been throwing pick sixes for some reason a lot like i think he has two on the season already uh, in four games so you never know you could throw up a duck and you know they return it for a touchdown and you're not sitting the bears defense because the bears defense is very good uh and the Tampa bay defense so uh, of of all those players i think that's basically what i'm doing i'm starting tom i'm starting ronald jones i'm starting you know um i'm starting keenan i mean keenan allen allen robinson and that's about it yeah yep um you know like Steve said, you know, uh, I, th- I think Ronald just, uh, especially with the amount of work he was seeing in the passing game, um, you know, uh, Brady and, and Mike Evans and then Allen Robinson, you know, you literally got four players in this game that are, that are, you know, start worthy for me because mm, yep. I, I am, you know, I, I'm assuming there is going to be some people that have to start Montgomery and I feel bad for you because tomorrow's going to be, definitely not you know one of the better games no uh, that you get yeah it's gonna be rough on montgomery honestly you know we'll talk about it a little bit later when we get to star state questions I'll, you know i'll bring up my ranks and i'll start talking about guys that i have montgomery over and yeah. under and then we'll kind of get into it over there so you know let's get into those star state questions because you know i want to do a lot of star state questions this you know in this podcast because uh yesterday was a shortened one which was my <laughs> fault my bad y'all how about we just throw some names out for buy sell first? Okay, let's and, do that. and we don't really got to get in. De- we don't got to get in depth with them. We could just throw some names out there, and then that way, you know, we got ton- we could just finish the show off with start sick questions for like the last you know twenty five thirty minutes. That works for me. All right, so you want to just throw out? I guess, I guess we can do a quarterback each. We'll do two. We'll do two running backs, two wide receivers. Quarterback, two running backs, two receivers, and a tight end. All right, that works. All right, so the quarterback that I am buying right now. Actually, I'm buying Jared Goff. I know Jared Goff had a 200-yard game uh, with only one touchdown last week. But honestly, if you look at their schedule coming up, the Rams' schedule actually opens up rather nicely. And... He still hasn't thrown a pick this season. I think he or he might have thrown one. I think he threw one pick this season, uh, which already is much better than he was doing last year. So on this team with this offense, Cam Akers is coming back. You got the Rams getting healthier, and you know, like I said, the schedule starting to open up. I think I'm going to buy Jared Cook, and you don't have to pay a lot for him. That's one of the biggest reasons why I want him. Uh, you know, I can throw, I can, I can do a 
you know, two for three where, you know, I'm trading two guys to get a guy's three guys. And one of those three guys is, you know, Jared Goff. And this is for teams that don't have a very good quarterback. Like if you're starting Ben Roethlisberger every single week, or you're starting, you know, guys like that where Carson Wentz, let's say you drafted Carson Wentz and he's just not been doing it for you. You know, I would like to get Jared Goff on my team and, and have him thrown into a deal. Oh, uh, yeah. So you're buying uh, Jared Goff? Yep. And, um, and real quick, I'll tell you guys the game. So he's got Washington this week, the 49ers next week, the Bears. But then after that, it's the Dolphins, the Seahawks. You know, he's got a tough matchup against the Bucks, the 49ers, the uh, Cardinals, the Patriots with, you know, who knows who the hell the Patriots are going to be starting at that point. The Patriots are, are starting to lose players left and right. The Jets the, and then the Seahawks. So, you know, basically in your playoffs you get – Patriots who are all banged up, the Jets who've been terrible, and the Seahawks for the fantasy championship. That's that's a really beautiful way to end the season. Yep, I agree. Um, so as far as quarterbacks go, it's a really hard buy. Um, you know, I'll throw a name out there because I don't think there's – I really, like you said, I, I don't think there's many that you can look on here and be like, oh, I'm buying this guy, but – um, right now, Deshaun Watson is is a guy that, you know, if you still believe in his in what he has to offer, you know, this is a guy right now that that is only averaging I think twenty one points per game in fantasy, um, in a in a year where we got guys shooting for you know thirty and forty, you know, we got Russell mm-hmm. putting up five touchdowns, uh, you know, Dax throwing for five hundred yards, you know, the the scores for quarterbacks are really high, and Watson's only giving you like twenty one a game, uh, so right now you could probably get him on the cheap. And if you still believe in his talent and think he's going to turn turn it around now with a new coach and you know still having those same weapons, uh, I think Deshaun Watson's probably a guy you can get for a good a good price right now. Yep, I agree. That's a good one. Uh, as far as sell uh, sell quarterback, nah, I um, got one. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. You can- All right, so a guy that I'm selling. Honestly, there's there's actually two names here that I actually would be selling. And I don't know how much you're going to get for Ryan Fitzpatrick. But I do think games that are hurting, and Ryan Fitzpatrick has been putting, like if you look at his fantasy points, he's been putting up really good, solid fantasy games. His his schedule's not crazy tough. You know, you could probably throw him into a deal, especially for a team that has had guys like Deshaun Watson or, you know, uh, Kyler Murray. You know, he throws a three pick, those three touchdowns last week. But if you're a four-point-per-passing touchdown league, he really didn't get you all that much last week. You know, so pimp, some people might be saying, oh, man, I've got to be worried about Kyler now. You know, so you can probably throw him in there. But the one guy that I'm like, I'm definitely trying to get off of my roster is Drew Brees. I mean, like, I just – after watching Drew Brees' season so far this year, and I know he had a pretty good game against the Lions last week, that's probably why I'm selling him because he had a good game against the Lions. Uh, you know, I know Michael Thomas is coming back and, and everything, but I just, for some reason, watching Drew Brees on tape just doesn't give me any confidence in this guy. Like, even last week, you know, I know he had a pretty good game, and but I don't know. I Just watching him, he, seen, he, he makes me nervous. And if I can package Drew Brees with something else to get, you know, a number one wide receiver or, you know, uh, you know, maybe a like a 
high-end number two running back, something like that, I think I'm definitely doing it, especially if I can pick up guys like Jared Goff off the waiver wire or, you know, Justin Herbert off the waiver wire, guys like that. I would definitely, you know, package Drew Brees with something, you know, after his pretty good game last week and say, you know what, oh, yeah, here, Michael Thomas is coming back. He's going to be amazing and, and try to get rid of him now. Um, the oh, I can I like the Drew Brees one. I, that's probably the best one that I can look at. But um, another one I would say is Brady. Um, Tom Brady is another one coming off a five touchdown game. You know, if you're sitting there with a, a solid second option, maybe you drafted Brady and Rodgers, and you're sitting there with Aaron Rodgers with Tom Brady, or uh, like Steve did, has Josh Allen and Tom Brady sitting on his bench in our league. Uh, you know, Tom Brady's probably right now could get you a little something considering. You know, what we just saw against a very good defense, um, you know, um, I don't really know what you could get. I mean, quarterbacks aren't going to carry that same kind of value. Uh, and, and especially this year, like because what we just said, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick's giving you, you know, 25 fantasy points almost every week. So it's 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 hard to say, like, all right, well, you know, Brady can get me an RB, too, but. Uh, if you are looking at a team, if you have a quarterback to, to give and you have Brady and you're good with, you know, starting a, a, a Matt Ryan or a Josh Allen or somebody, um, you know, Brady's probably a good guy to sell to a quarterback needy team. Yep, I agree. All right. All right so, man, the running back position is so like it's the one that the guys that you're buying like make me super nervous. Like I'm, you know, I'm going to throw out my two guys that I'm, that I'm buying. Um, and it's honestly, it's because for one, I don't. So the one, first guy is Chase Edmonds. I'm buying Chase Edmonds. So the reason I'm buying Chase Edmonds is because I just don't like what I'm seeing from Kenyon Drake. Like, and I don't think they're going to get away from Jake Drake completely. So don't, don't take this as they're getting rid of Drake and Drake, you know, and chase Edmonds is going to be the guy. Cause I don't think that happens. I think it's going to be, you know, closer to a 50, 50 split now with the struggles that Kenyon Drake has had. So I'm buying chase Edmonds because he's cheap. I can get him cheap. And I do think he's going to be a lot more involved moving forward, you know, with just the way this team is played. Um, the other guy that I'm buying is Miles Sanders. Right this week he has Pittsburgh Steelers. A lot of people are going to be like, "Oh shit, he's he had a bad game last week. He's playing Pittsburgh this week. You know, he's and got he's some got Baltimore after that. He's got Baltimore after that. People are going to say, "Oh shit, I got to get rid of you know, I got to get rid of this guy. He's going to have the next three weeks. He's probably going to be terrible." And honestly, with the wide receivers coming back healthy, we heard that the you know they're starting to practice and and some of those guys maybe not this week, but the following week they may be back. And if the wide receivers get healthy, that's just going to open up things for Miles Sanders to start having bigger games. You know, I know, I know Miles Sanders, you know, last week he had a shitter and, you know, you're, you might be nervous about him, especially going up against Pittsburgh at Pittsburgh and then Baltimore at, you know, in Philly, regardless, I, I want Miles Sanders. Cause I like the talent. I think he's very, you know, I think he's a very good player and, you know, I don't think it's going to cost you a whole lot to get him, especially after last week. And he didn't—he hasn't exploded yet. He hasn't had a huge game yet. He hasn't had a hundred-yard game yet. He hasn't had a two-touchdown game yet. You know, and I think those games are coming. So I, I think you can package deal, get Miles Sanders for cheaper, and you're going to really benefit from that. Yep, I like this. I like Miles Sanders um, as a buy low. Um, a couple others, um, Ceh, right now. 
you know, he has not had a, he's had a couple weeks in a row where that have been a little rough. You might be able to, tr- you know, you know, sell get a buy CEH for say a Joe Mixon who just had a crazy week, you know, and, and went off. And if you do that, you know, you know, you're, you're basically banking on CEH turning into the player that we, we think he could be. He was a first round pick, basically a top five or six pick in a lot of leagues. Uh, once Damian Williams backed out of the league, so backed out for the year. So, uh, CEH would be one of them, uh, for me. Um, and another one that I think over the course is going to be much better is Jonathan Taylor. Uh, Jonathan Taylor right now seems like he's splitting a lot of time with Jonathan, with Jordan Wilkins and Naeem Hines. I think as the season goes on, you're going to see Taylor kind of overtake most of these carries. And, you know, like I said, he hasn't, he's the last couple weeks, I think has been, have been a little rough. So, you know, I think right now is a good time to get Taylor because I think he's going to eventually start to come into his own and, uh, take over that job. Um, you know, completely. Yep. And I will say two more, just Nick Chubb and Austin Eckler. You know, mm-hmm. I, honestly, yeah. if you have if you have some run, um, you know, a little bit of running back depth, uh, and you're able to part with a couple guys, you know, like a a, a low end RB two, like a you know David Montgomery. If you're able to get you know send off like David Montgomery and maybe a wide receiver to get Austin Eckler, I think that's a very good um you know very good deal to propose to somebody. Hell yeah. Uh, some sell high guys. There's actually a couple of sell high guys. Um, but the Feeling one better than Joe Mixon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nobody better than Joe Mixon. Cause obviously Joe Mixon's schedule gets really, really tough. So obviously Joe Mixon is a sell high guy. Um, you know, I, I would, I would like to see what you're getting for Joe Mixon before you say, Oh yeah, I'm selling him. But yeah. you know, I don't want you to, you know, you're definitely Steve absolutely has a love affair with Joe Mixon. Oh, I love Joe Mixon. I think Joe Mixon's <laughs> a great running back. I just think his offensive line is bad. If his offensive line was oh, better, there's no way I'm selling him. If his offensive line was, was better, he'd be great. Yeah, but... I just, there's no way I'm, I'd be selling him. But Todd Gurley coming off a two-touchdown game is definitely 100%. a guy that, yeah, is a guy that I'm selling. And Melvin Gordon uh, after you know his 100-yard two-touchdown game last week. Um, I just have no faith that – Melvin Gordon is going to continue. I literally continue. have all the same guys. Yeah. Like, I, I don't have anybody different. You know, that would, they were the exact same three that I had. And like you said, I mean, I mean, you got Philip Lindsay coming back this week. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to take away from Melvin Gordon. Yeah. Uh, Todd Gurley has four catches all year. He's yeah. not even, or maybe even targets. I'm not sure about that, but I know he, he like is virtually not even being used in the passing game. Um, and, uh, you know, Joe Mixon, you know, like Steve said, you know, yeah, he, he right now after that game, hopefully he can get you some, you know, some very good worth because he does have a tough schedule and he just absolutely blew up in this week. So there's no better time to sell Joe Mixon if, you know, you think that he's really going to go back to, you know, the production that he had the first three weeks. Mm, yep. All right. So a wide receiver. Oh, man. I. All right, so guys that I'm <laughs> guys that I'm buying at wide receiver. There is a couple of guys that I look at, and Kevin actually sent me one earlier. You know, Calvin Ridley scores zero and still is the number one <laughs> fantasy wide yep. receiver. So you're not buying he's Calvin number Ridley three in PPR. He's number one in uh, standard. standard. Yeah. So you're not buying Calvin Ridley. You know, 
for cheap. You're going to have to pay a lot for him. But after a zero game, if there's any week to buy Calvin Ridley, this will be the week that he's available. You know what I mean? He may and he may cost a lot, but I'm telling you what, I if I could do a Joe Mixon and let's say a Julian Edelman for Calvin Ridley after Joe Mixon's huge game or, you know, Joe Mixon, Will Fuller, somebody like in that range and get you know, get him, I would definitely do that. There's there's no yeah. way I would turn that down. I, I would 100% try to do that, and uh, that's definitely something I would offer uh, because I do think that was kind of fluky. He should have had a touchdown in this game. You know, it just gets knocked out of his hands because Matt Ryan threw a terrible ball uh, late and with his old-ass arm couldn't get it in there. Um, but, you know, I like I like what I've seen out of Calvin Ridley this year, and I, I have no, no qualms about getting him after a, a, even getting a zero. Uh, the other guy that I am actually buying, um, so I know it's not going to be easy to get Devontae Parker, but I'm buying Devontae Parker. If I can get, I don't want to say Joe Mixon for Devontae Parker straight up, I'm, I'm not doing that, but if I can go Melvin Gordon for Devontae Parker straight up or, you know, uh, let's see. Todd Gurley for Devontae Parker straight up, I would I would do both of those deals. I, there's no doubt. And people are hurting at running back, so you might be able to get both of those deals off. Um, so, you know, that's definitely something I'm doing. Just I, I like what I'm seeing out of Devontae Parker. You know, I've never been a Devontae Parker fan. You know, this is not a guy that I've really been excited about, but I watched that Miami Dolphins game, actually the past two, because you know, the last one was on Thursday night. I just like the way the guy's getting open. He's catching all the balls. And you can clearly see that Ryan Fitzpatrick is looking for him. Like, he is, even on places where he doesn't get the ball, you can see he's his first look. Like, he looks right at him. And he wants to throw the ball to him. And if he's not open, he's kind of, you know, runs around and does, you know, something gets rid of the ball. But Devontae Parker is is going to be getting a bunch of targets the rest of the season as long as he can stay healthy. And it's a guy that I, I want on my fantasy team. Yep. Um, one for me is Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett coming off, you know, he's very similar to Calvin Ridley. Like, you're not going to get him for cheap. But coming off a game where I think he had, like, two catches for 35 yards or something like that, mm-hmm. you know, that is definitely, you know, there's going to be no better time to uh, trade for uh, Tyler Lockett than this, you know, right now. Um, and another one that I will say is Robert Woods. Um you know, this early in the season thus far, Robert Woods hasn't been getting the targets that he did towards the end of last year, which I think people thought. And I think what's going to happen with this offense is they're going to make deep Once defenses make adjustments to what they're doing now, you're going to see Robert Woods start to get more targeted because right now he's not being targeted. So if the defenses start to adjust to what they're doing now, that's going to open things up for Robert Woods. And I can see Robert Woods in the second half of the season really turning it on like he did last year. Um, so right now, Robert Woods coming off a game where I think he only had like, I think he had six points in half PPR cause I, I have him on one of my teams. So, you know, obviously he might've had like what, you know, what's that like four for 40 or something like that. Yeah. It was something so, like that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I know, know he had eight points, but I can't remember exactly. I know he had four catches. I think it might've been a four for 44 if I remember correctly, something like that. Um, yeah, I like both of those. Um, guys that I am selling high. So it's actually 
it's pretty tough to try to figure out what guys that, especially at the wide receiver position, because I could say guys like Terry McLaurin or, you know, Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham is like the poster child for a sell high right now. Oh, yeah. Odell yeah. Beckham is so high. You know what I mean? And, you know, CD Lamb also with a two touchdown game and whatever, 80 something yards last week. Um, you know, those are the guys that basically everybody is telling you to sell. Um, but for me, like, I heard a bunch of people saying sell Terry McLaurin after, you know, what he did to the Ravens last week because, you know, the dude had 10 catches for, you know, over 100 and, you know, 110 plus yards. I'm not selling Terry McLaurin. Like, yeah. I think, no, I think Terry McLaurin is for real. So I'm not selling that dude. Uh, Odell Beckham, yeah, I agree. And CeeDee Lamb, I agree. But, like, the other guys, I, another guy I saw online was Tyler Boyd. I'm not selling Tyler Boyd. I think he's the number one for the Bengals with a, with a good quarterback. Like, I, I'm not selling that dude. Um, Mike Evans, somebody said Mike Evans. I'm not selling Mike Evans either. Like Mike Evans is starting to get a rapport with Tom Brady and towards the stretch. I mean, look at some of the teams that they play, the Panthers, you know what I mean? Like they play the Panthers twice. They play, you know, just, there's just a lot of teams that are coming up in their schedule that I'm not, I'm not interested in selling Mike. So, you know, the two guys that I definitely agree with 100% is Odell and CD. Those are two guys that I think you can get a lot for right now. And I would definitely put them on the trade market and try to sell those guys. Yep. I really don't have too much more to add than those guys. You know, McLaurin, like you said, McLaurin went all has been. He's had a couple of really good games the last couple of weeks, and you probably could get a, a, a nice package for him. But I wouldn't want to sell Terry McLaurin if he's going to be doing that. You know, he's had a really good start to the season. But, you know, like Steve said, like, like I just said, you know, you can get a good, nice package for him. And if you are deep at wide receiver, like a lot of these buy, buys and sells have to do with the depth on your team. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you're a deep at wide receiver, let's say like you could very legitimately have like Adam Thielen, Allen Robinson, uh, Tyler, uh, Lockett. Ty, Tyler Lockett and Terry McLaurin. And in that case, you're sitting there like, all right, well, you know, if I need a running back. One of those guys has to go, um, you know, to me, you know, any one of the four could go, yeah. but you know, McLaurin is coming off probably one of the better games of those guys. So McLaurin would be the one that you'd be like, all right, well, I can probably get rid of him to go out and get, you know, uh, an, an RB, a high end RB two or, you know, something like that. So, you know, definitely, uh, a lot, like I said, a lot of these buy sells have to do with the depth on your team and and making sure that you're not give getting like don't just get rid of good good players or players that are having good weeks just to do it, you know. Make sure that you're making your team better when you make these trades. Mm, yep, I agree. And the same thing goes with these guys is like with the buys, like I would lo- I would buy Chris Godwin right now before this net before this week because he probably will be back next week. Uh, if you could get Chris Godwin for cheap right now, I think that would be a good one. Uh, Julio right now you can get for extra cheap. Uh, you know, I'm looking on like trade value charts and he's basically, you know, got a similar trade value to like DJ Moore, who's been like absolutely terrible. So, you know, to me, those, you know, if that's the kind of value you're giving Julio, I think Julio's got a great price and, you know, I I don't think Julio's just going to be terrible for the rest of the year. I think they're going to let him get healthy for a couple of weeks. And if you're like a four and O team, you know, and need a, a wide receiver or want to improve your wide receiver position, I think Julio's a good guy to go out and get. Yep. I agree. All right. So I'll do one sell high and one buy low uh, for the tight end. And my sell high is Dalton Schultz. Um, 
you know, I just don't believe that the Cowboys are going to continue to throw for four and 500 yards every single game. And I mean, if they do, they're going to lose. Yeah, so exactly. it's, I mean, it's, they need it's, to figure something out. Formula. Yeah, they we need to figure this, something we out. We had this discussion on, on Monday, and yeah. I don't really want to get into it. Yeah. Like, I almost sound like a Cowboys, a frustrated Cowboys <laughs> fan. But like, just as a football person, yeah. like, and I hate the Cowboys, so I love what's going on. Yeah. But just as a football person, like, your team don't make no sense. You've got no. a terrible defense. You need to run the ball and make sure you're, like, not putting your defense on the field. Exactly. So, you know, I think they are going to make some adjustments, you know. And when they make those adjustments, the odd man out will be Dalton Schultz in my eyes. You know what I mean? Like, it's just – you know, as long as Dak don't throw 45 passes a game and throw for 500 yards, I just don't see how Dalton Schultz is a really super relevant. And after his past basically three weeks, he's been awesome. You know, you can get a lot for him right now, you know, especially if you're a team that had George Kittle and you picked him up off waiver wires because Kittle was hurt and, you know, he was on the waiver wire and you were like, yeah, fuck it, let me see what let me see what happens with Schultz. And he ends up having a really good season. You can throw him into a trade and, you know, you can get something back for him. And the guy I'm buying – um, there's actually two guys that I'm buying, but I'll, 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 I'll say one and then Kev can say his and then I'll say my other one. So Zach Ertz is, is the guy I'm buying. Yeah, my guy. <laughs> oh, okay. So Zach Ertz is the guy I'm buying. You know what I mean? Four catches for nine yards last week. Like the 49ers defense is very good. You know, even with has banged up as they are against the tight end, especially against the tight end. So, you know, I, I think that was an aberration game more than it was a, a trend of what is coming especially when all these wide receivers get like healthy. You can't focus on you cannot focus on Zach Ertz when you have Alshon Jeffrey out there and, you know, and uh Deshaun Jackson. Jackson and just all their weapons getting healthy. You just can't hone in on Zach Ertz, you know, completely. And Zach Ertz is a very good tight end. So, he's definitely a guy that I would buy right now and, you know, I'll let you say one Kev because I don't want to take your other one. <laughs> Um, I just, I, I honestly think I have a buy and sell that has the same player and it's Robert Tanyan. <laughs> like, I think that he's a buy and sell. Like yep. if you have one on your team, he's a great sell. And I also think he's a great buy because I think he's going, he's actually going to be a thing with this offense. And I think that it's a lot of people are worried like, Oh, well, when Devonte Adams get back, he's going to get all the targets. Like I do, but I still think Tanyan's going to be involved. Like, he's just – he was too good, uh, and he's been too good. He's the number two tight end in fantasy right now. Like, he's had five touchdowns in the last three games. Yep. So, yeah, to me, you know, I think that that dude's going to be a thing. And, you know, if I had him on my team and I had George Kittle, so to speak, like you said, you know, Tanyan's a great sell. And if, you know, I needed a tight end, I would definitely go out and get that guy because I think he's – he he really – he showed me a lot the other day. Yes, sir. You're not lying. And my other buy is Janu Smith. So Janu Smith last week lo- loses the week with COVID. And for some reason, especially because people are thinking they might miss this Buffalo game because of COVID, you know, they're thinking, oh, shit, you know, I might not have him for the next couple of weeks. Who knows when, when the Texans, you know, the Titans. So, like, you need to do this now. Like, you need to try to get him now. Because if he plays against Buffalo, I'm pretty sure he's going to have a really good game this week against Buffalo. I think Buffalo is going to have a hard time containing him, especially with as much as I know, Buffalo is going to make it a point to try to take away Derrick Henry because that's kind of what Sean McDermott does. Sean McDermott is kind of like Bill Belichick in that way. He will try to take away your best option and make you work for the rest of it, knowing that his back end of his defense is very good. 
So I could see, you know, the Bills playing a whole lot of stacked boxes to try to take away Derrick Henry and John o. Smith getting open right over the backs of, of the linebacking, you know, especially because, you know, the Bills play a lot of cover two. And with the cover two, you know, zone plays, you're going to see a lot of in the middle of the field guys getting open, and that's John o.'s area to work, especially because uh, Corey Davis will not be playing in this game because he has contracted COVID. So, you know, this is definitely – uh, a Janu Smith smash game if they do play this week. So I would be all over trying to get Janu, especially if they don't play this week. If they say that the Titans are not playing this week, some oh, people are just going to be yeah. all out of Janu. They're going to be like, oh, I, can't, I mean, I can't keep him. might pulling. get released. That <laughs> might be where you, hit, you look for your waiver wire because Janu might be out there. Exactly. So, you know, I would definitely be trying to get Janu. If he's out on your waiver wire, pick him up. It needs to happen. So that's my guys. Yep. All right, so that wraps up by sell. Let's get into these start sick questions. All right, so start sick questions. We got a whole bunch of them actually this week. This is actually a pretty good week. All right, so let's get right to it. We have the first question is OBJ, DJ Chark, Gibson, Boyd, or Drake? How many am I picking? It says pick one, PPR flex. Oh Jesus! So yeah. it's Od, uh, Chark, Beckham, Gibson, Boyd, Drake. Chark, mm. Beckham, Beckham, Gibson, Boyd, or Drake. I'd probably go with DJ Chark. Yeah, I agree. Uh, right now he's in, he's the highest on in my ranks. I have DJ Chark at nine. Uh, I have OBJ at where is OBJ? I have OBJ. I actually have OBJ down there. He is yeah, not he very indie this week, man. Indy, yeah. Indy's and these good, like, let's very be honest, good. like, yeah, they're 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 very good defense. So. I have them at thirty-one. I have OBJ thirty-one after that huge game. Um, and then Boyd, I have at uh, nineteen, and then Drake, I have at uh fifteen. So. And then Gibson. Where do I have Gibson? I was going to say, Gibson. Drake, see. I have 21. Gibson at 21. Like, I, out of those guys, I would love to say Drake because of the matchup against yeah, the Jets. Me but too. I just can't do it. No, I can't do it. Like, not if, after if last week. Out, if he comes out and has a stinker against the Jets, like, I'm at the point where I'm Cliff Kingsbury. I might literally say, like, yo, we got to reverse these roles and put Chase Edmonds in Drake's role and yeah. <laughs> switch, you know, move Drake to more of a passing downs guy. Yep. I agree. I, I, you know, like I said, I've watched all of their game tape, and I'm telling you what, Kenyon Drake just did not look good. Like, and the offensive line, I'm, I don't want to take anything away from Drake. The offensive line does not look good, but Kyler Murray seems to be able to find the edge and, and get upfield pretty well. I even know, you know, Kyler Murray is way faster than Kenyon Drake, so I'm not trying to compare the speed here, but you know, there are some holes that Kenyon Drake is just missing. You know what I mean? He's just missing some holes. Um, uh, and I'm not saying that Kenyon Drake is bad. I think Kenyon Drake is very good at football. Uh, I, I've loved Kenyon Drake for a while now. But this year, I don't know what it is. He just does not look uh, the, like the same guy from last year. And uh, he's making me kind of nervous. He's starting to – especially, you know, Panthers last week. The Panthers were the 31st-ranked rush defense last – you know, start going into last week. And my man can only get 30 yards? Like, yeah. oof, that's rough. All right, so I think we both agree it's DJ Chark. All right, oh, man. Todd Gurley or CEH this week? 
oof. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy that's even a question. But Todd Gurley with those two touchdowns, people are going to rank him much higher. But I don't think that's close. I have actually this week, Vegas has been terrible against the running back. I actually have Clyde Edwards, Hilaire five. Yeah, Vegas is horrible against the running back. I think CEH is in for a big week. Yeah, me too. I have him at five. So, and then I have Todd Gurley at 16. So, to me, that's not close. All right. Uh, Deontay Johnson or DJ Chark, rest of season? PPR. What? Um, yeah. I don't even think that's a question. Yeah, I don't think that's a question either. I, I rest of season. After I what we just chart. saw from DJ Chark, how can you even <laughs> ask that question? He just yeah, had nine targets, caught eight of them for over 100 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what I think it is. Uh, he's been getting targeted a lot. DJ, you know, well, the other DJ is Maybe getting. Even, it might have been 95. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Deontay, Deontay Johnson is getting a lot, a lot of, of targets. targets, but he's not yeah. producing the way Chark is with even less targets. Chark is seeing, you know, six targets a game and basically scoring a touchdown every single week he plays. And Deontay Johnson, you know, I think he has one touchdown on the season, I believe, maybe two. He might have two. Uh, but he's seeing 10, 11 targets per game. So, you know, I see why the question is, but, you know, to me, I, I always go with talent when guys are close. And, and the talent to me is DJ Chark is much more talented than – then Deontay Johnson. So, you know, rest of season, I'm taking Chark. All right. So I lost Eckler. Uh, my team is one and three. Not sure if I should wait till he's back. Uh, if he's a, this is a two keeper league. So he gets to keep two guys. If you have Eckler right now, do you trade him in a keeper league to try to improve your one and three team? Or should you just say, screw it and hold on for next season? Um, I'm yeah. not trading him in a keeper league, especially yeah, no. with where, you know, he was – it depends on where, like, you know, because in our our keeper league, he was like a sixth-round keeper because of his, you know, st- or fifth-round keeper or something like that because yeah. of his draft status from last year. So – Yeah, we have penalties. Yeah, I, so, our, you know, our it fluctuates every year, but the guys have penalties for each player you keep. Yeah. They it's, move it's, up rounds. Yeah, you move up rounds and stuff. So if you have – you know, it depends on where you get to keep them or, you know, if it's just like, oh, well, I get these three guys, you know what I mean, or, or these couple guys, like, yeah, I'm, there's no way in a keeper league. Uh, like, he was too good this to, to begin this year and, and what he saw last year, I think. And with Justin Herbert definitely going to be the quarterback next year, that's what that's just going to be love. Yeah, and, and I'm not, you know, a 1-3 team, like, I have an 0-4 team right now. Mm. Um, and my 0-4 team, I'm not, you know, I'm pissed off that I'm 0-4. But I still think this team can make the playoffs. Like, 0-4, you're not out of it. When you start getting like 0-5, 0-6, that's when you got to be like, oh, shit. Like, I need to win. At that point, you need to win every single game. Like, you can't lose a game. But at 0-3, you know, 1-3, 0-4, you know, you have the, the flexibility to lose at least two more games, you know, to where yeah. you can get back into the playoff picture easily. Yeah. So, so, you know, yeah. at 1-3, you still have a three-loss three window. You know what I mean? Yeah, hopefully you have a little bit of running back depth that can carry you for the next four to six weeks while he's out. And hopefully they just don't, because they're losing, just say, uh, screw it, we're going to keep him kind of healthy. But, um, yeah, there's no way. I mean, you know, and it's the same like Steve said. Now, I'm one in three in, in the league I'm in with Steve, uh, our keeper league. I have the fourth most points scored, and I've given up the most by, like, 80 yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like it, that's the way it works sometimes. You know, it's all about matchups. And, you know, it's like I say, like it's a, there's a lot of luck involved in fantasy football. And, you know, 
when your team can score, it, you know, it doesn't matter. Like if you run into these teams that had just wind up having these blow up weeks because they had Joe Mixon this week and, you know, Dalvin cook on the same team and, and their team mm-hmm. just blew up, you know? Yep. I definitely agree. All right. So let's see where we are. Time wise, time wise, we are at 52 minutes. So we'll do eight more questions. Well, Three more, eight more minutes. Yeah, eight more eight minutes. minutes. Eight more minutes. Yeah, eight more questions. minutes. Three more questions. All right. So Todd Gurley or Tyler Boyd? PPR. PPR. Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd. I agree. All right. That's so per, I mean, that's actually interesting because Gurley does have a really, really good matchup, but he's just not seeing any love in the passing game, and you're basically counting on this guy to get touchdowns. If you don't score a touchdown, he's useless. Mm, yep. So I, I mean, I I'd rather go with a guy that has a chance for like. 10 catches and 100 yards. Yep, totally agree. All right, so start one, uh, PPR. Freeman, Devontae Freeman, uh, Brown, or Edmonds? Ugh. Oh, man. I'm probably going with Mal- – if it's Malcolm Brown, I'm yeah, going Malcolm Brown. Brown out of those three. So I would go Malcolm Brown. Yeah, it's close for Although me, Freeman, but I think I may Freeman go Chase Edmonds. A- <laughs> yeah, I'm probably going Malcolm Brown. Uh, but Freeman actually has a really good matchup against Dallas. So yeah. this could be a week where he kind of gets off, but he just looks so old and slow and just doesn't look good anymore. Yeah, no, I agree. It's rough. Um, but yeah, for me, as Wayne Gallman, Wayne Gallman looks better than him. <laughs> You're not lying. You are so not lying. All right. So I need one of these guys to put in my flex in my PPR league this week. I have, uh, Marquise Brown. I'm sorry, Rojo or Monty? Well, it ain't Monty. Hell um, no, it's not Monty. Um, I would probably go with Ronald Jones personally. Um, uh, Holly, man, I, Hollywood is close, probably, but I agree. Yeah, Hollywood. It's between Hollywood and Rojo. Ah, oh, man, Hollywood has a good matchup against Cincinnati. Yeah, Cincinnati. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna I, go Hollywood. I, I'm going to go Hollywood. I'm going to switch it because of the matchup. This is the one where matchup strictly, you know, the bears are just a tough defense. Um, You know, they made it really hard on the, on the Colts running backs last week. Um, So I think that, you know, just the matchup, I would go with Hollywood, uh, with Hollywood Brown and, and hope that he catches, you know, a 50 yard touchdown from Lamar. Yep. All right. Standardly, we don't get many of these questions, but standard league pick one wide receiver uh, best upside for the rest of the season. So, Chenault, Watkins, Jeffrey, or Nikhil Harry? <laughs> yeah, that's tough. Um, I will rank all four of them. I will say I have them in this order. Uh, Jeffrey, Chenault, Harry, Watkins. And I was going to go with Harry, Jeffrey, Chenault, and Watkins. Yeah, so I like the Nikhil Harry. Watkins. He's been getting, he's, I like Nikhil Harry a lot, a lot especially – in standard because I think that's pretty much what you saw the other night is going to be what a lot of what happens in the passing game for New England in the red zone. Yep. All right. So he looked his way constantly in the red zone for when they were passing the football. All right. So there you go. There you have it. We both agree that Watkins is the fourth guy on that list and that <laughs> and that Alshon Jeffrey is a top two. Yeah. All right. So let's go on the next one. We have should I trade David Johnson for Julio Jones? Hell yeah. 
Yes, sir. Absolutely. <laughs> have you seen David Johnson run the last like, couple of weeks? He yeah, has no. not been good. No, no, no. Yeah, I David do that Johnson is another one that looks old and slow right now. You man. ain't lying. I, I would do that in a heartbeat. There's not even a question. Uh, would you accept Watson, Ridley, and Eckler for Mahomes and, and Mike Davis? Watson, Ridley, hell yeah. What? Watson, Ridley, Eckler. And Eckler for Mahomes and Mike Davis. Hell yeah, I this would. This ain't even a question. I would, I would. yeah, I would. Watson, Ridley, and Eckler. He gets he gets Deshaun Watson, Calvin Ridley, and I would, Austin Eckler for Mahomes and Mike Davis? Mike Davis ain't going to be the starter in two, two weeks. I would do this without Eckler. Just <laughs> 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 in makes it even that much sweeter. Hell yeah, I'd do this. There is no way. There's no way I'm not shit. I mean, Pat Mahomes is great, but Mike Davis is only going to be good for, what, two, three more two, weeks? Two, three more weeks tops. And you get Calvin Ridley right now, the number one standard receiver or number three in PPR, and you get Deshaun Watson, who you know is going to give you 20 to 20 fantasy points every week. Like, yeah, I don't even think it's close. Yeah, and then I get Eckler when he gets healthy. Yeah, I'm yeah, doing that. I'm definitely Eckler doing that. Be back two, three weeks. Hey. Yep, I'm good with that one. Four to six weeks. I'm sorry. All right, so Allen Robinson, James Robinson for Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Which side wins? PPR. I'm taking Allen Robinson and James Robinson all day. Allen Robinson, James Robinson. For for CEH, straight up. I want the Allen Robinson, James Robinson side. (sighs) Definitely. Yeah, I would would definitely take that side, but I do think CEH is going to turn it on as, as he gets more adapted to the league. Uh, that being said, you know, you're getting a wide receiver one and a running back one for CEH. So, yeah, I would go with Robinson and, and Robinson. Hell, yeah. How about that? That's that's awesome. Robinson and Robinson. <laughs> Robinson and Robinson. Like firm. <laughs> for real. <laughs> All right, so we got two more linens, guys. So we'll do lightning rounds. Who am I starting this week? The Colts D or Steelers D? Um, I mean, have you seen the Eagles? <laughs> I know, right? For real. Like, you know. Who do the Colts play? Colts this week got Cleveland. Um, yeah, I'm probably starting the Steelers D. Um, Cleveland has looked good the last couple weeks, and I, you know, Philly looked better, but they weren't necessarily good. I don't think the other night. Yep, Steelers. It's not close for me. All right, uh, CMC and Debo versus Mixon Julio. So this is a trade, non PPR. So standard league, you're getting CMC and Debo. And you're trading away Julio and Mixon. Do you take the trade? I'm taking Julio and Mixon personally. Um, and I, I like CMC a lot, but you know, you see, have to be you're three and one or four, or four and zero oh to do this. Yeah, you know I mean, for me, um, yeah. If you're if you're if you're selling, see, like, and I I thought I think Debo is going to be good when he gets back too. Yeah, I'm making, and I don't I'm, know how long Julio is going to be out. This is actually a really good one. Yeah, it's a good one. I'm going to go Julio and Mixon though, just because CMC. Yeah. I don't know how long he's going to be out. You know, we don't know if it's going to be three or four weeks. You know, more, and we don't know how healthy he's going to be when he gets back. So, you know, he may yeah. not get a full workload. So yeah, I'm, and it's and the same thing goes with Julio. So basically, you know, for the next three or four weeks, this could be Mixon for. Mixing for for Debo straight up, and I don't think you know Debo's going to be able to keep up with Mixon at least, you know, because Debo's still working his way back. So yeah, I'll go with Mixon and, and Julio. Yep, I agree. All right, so who's a better backup QB? Full PP. I don't know why you would ask PPR. 
regardless. Uh, who's a better QB rest of season, Goff or Barrow? I'm going to go Goff. I like Goff's playoff schedule. It's very, very, very good. Wait, who was it? Goff, Goff or, or Barrow rest of season? Oh, uh, I'm going to go Goff. Yeah, um, Barrow, I... yeah, Barrow's got some tough matchups with Baltimore and Pittsburgh. You know, Goff. I do think you can throw in Seattle. Obviously, you can throw on Atlanta, or I mean Arizona. So, you know, I, yeah, I would go golf. All right. So this is super lightning round. No analysis, just answers. Full PPR, sit one. Mike Evans, uh, Tyler Lockett, Calvin Ridley, Mike Mike uh, Thomas. I'm sitting. Oof. So who was it? Evans, Lockett, Calvin Ridley, Michael Thomas. I'm sitting Mike Evans. This week I'd sit Mike Evans. All right. Uh, Ryan or Burrow, rest of season. (laughs) I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Matt Ryan. Yeah, I'm going to go Matt Ryan because he's got Julio. I know he was. Yeah, I don't like. uh. Rest of season. Uh, Steve, how do you feel about Matt Ryan? Oh, man, he, he blows. I hate Matt Ryan's guts right now. I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, let me see here. DJ Henderson or Kenyon Drake? Uh, this week? Yep. I'm going to go with Drake because I don't know what the hell Henderson's getting. Like, I, I don't know what we're going to see from him. You know, like, is he the guy? Is Malcolm Brown the guy? Like, they didn't say it was an injury that held – Henderson back and then you get Cam Akers back supposedly this week as well you don't know how that's going to factor in so I know Drake's been bad but you got to go with Kenyon Drake yep I agree Julio Jones or CeeDee Lamb I'm going rest of season I'm going Julio is are you kidding me yeah it's not close um let me see here okay this is not bad actually because he's actually you know but uh it says Raheem Mostert or Dev, uh, Dave Montgomery, rest of season, PPR. <laughs> Mostert. That's uh, not even close. Yeah, yeah, that's not even close. I I could give I I I could give Mostert two weeks, yep. and still pick Mostert. <laughs> like Mostert, like I could give I could give Montgomery a two week head start. Yep, exactly. DJ Moore and Kenyon or Kenyon Drake to get James Robinson, all day. Yep, I would do that in a heartbeat. Uh, and then the last question, who is the best full PPR receiver rest of season? Terry McLaurin, Tyler Boyd, DJ Moore. McLaurin for me, and it's not McLaurin. close. Yeah, McLaurin. Alrighty. Tyler Boyd's been really good, though, too, in PPR. So he could definitely he definitely puts up a fight, but I, I like, I like uh, Terry McLaurin. Terry. Yep. All right, guys, so that wraps it up for tonight. Uh, remember to check us out on the website, www.cheatcodesports.com. That's www.cheatcodesports.com for the rankings, the articles, the cheat codes, and those defensive breakdowns. And until next time, peace out, guys. Peace.